We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Bay Area? We got Larry Kruger in for Steiny. It is Larry and Guru to 3 p.m. And right now, we got a big boy. Should be in the Hall of Fame. You can hear him tonight on the Football Hour with Sean Salisbury. They do a great job. But, Lo, I was telling Larry, man, I watched football all Saturday. I watched it all Sunday. But I got to go to Saturday. I have never, ever, not even playing Madden in my video gaming days, have I seen a team come back from 33 nothing? I mean, Lo, what do you do in the locker room after that? I mean, do you just, do, do, there shouldn't be music playing. The buffet should be turned over. Talk to us about what you saw when many came back on Indy from 33. Oh, my God. I know the Niners, Niner fans, for just Niner's sake, had an opportunity to move up to number two spot. But watch that game and just watch it unfold to see guys get disengaged to lose a 33-point lead, that just doesn't happen, Guru. This is something like you saw. It, I was watching this saying, is this really happening? And just to watch those guys go from giants to, 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 to just shrinking right in front of their eyes and let Minnesota come back in that game, that's unheard of. It's As a coach, as an organization, as players, congratulations. Because you made history, and it wasn't for a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Matt Ryan has just taken a major, major backslide as a player. I mean, his stats, if you look at his quarterback stats, they look all right. But we all know third down's the quarterback down. They converted 6 of 19 on third down. I mean, if you can't stay on the field on third down, you can't win games. I, I, I don't know who to blame. If you blame Matt Ryan, if you blame the defense, if you blame Jeff Saturday. But, yeah, I mean, that, come on, man. Minnesota was dead. Absolutely dead. They were dead in the water. It was like, it was like, it just gave me like, almost wanted to disconnect. You almost just say, this is over. Minnesota, how could you come out this flat with you being in a position, controlling your destiny, Challenging still for the number one spot. Minnesota, how could you come out here and play against the Colts and, and, and play this off of God off where you're like, Minnesota, what's going on with you? And so, yeah, you blame that. It, just both teams, it was a tell of two halves, but think of Minnesota gets mounted or they're routed, or think of Minnesota lose that game. Tell me, how would you feel if you were a Viking on that team playing against the Indianapolis team that's already packed it up for the season? Wow, Lo, it's incredible. And I'm going to say this. You work with me. We're brothers. You know me. I react to new information. I told Larry, you know what? I don't know it all, but I'm knowing the the NFL's like the BCS now. One week's like a month. And all everybody's been uh, whistling Sweet Dixie about the Eagles. I get it. Did they have the greatest game against Chicago yesterday? Nope. But, Lo, to me, it's about coaching. I'm watching Dallas not burn their, make the other team burn their timeouts. I'm watching the Niners. If, if people forgotten, I've been hard on Kyle. They've been to a Super Bowl, Lo. They got up off the mat last year and went to the NFL championship game coaching matters they got a smart coach and it's translating on the field i just believe it's going to be the eagles and the niners and obviously the niners and eagles and nfc championship game anything can happen guys can get hurt but do you think i'm off my rocker for that assessment no i don't and you know what i think that people are just like it's hard for me and larry you know that for me just to look at this looking at brock purdy and just like saying Look at us. Look at everyone. We're just like, here's a rookie. Here's a guy that's only played in some college games, had a great preseason, looks great at practice, and played only one game, two start, two start, two start, started two games in a national football league. That meant something. You played against the Tampa Bay team that looked like they're done. You played against the team in Seattle that still was fighting for their playoffs hope. And here's a young guy 
that's getting raving reviews. And if we said, what is the weak point of this team? How about no, no one saying it's the immaturity of a quarterback? Why does everyone think that this team is better off now? It, now, now, this is interesting. Guru, some people are saying this team is better off now than it was if they would have had, you know, the first pick in the draft. It's better off now if they would have if, if if Jimmy G was playing or Trey Lance. Some people are saying this team they feel better with this quarterback better than both those guys. What say you two? Well, I mean, you know, I think it's pretty clear that... It's not fair, though, Larry. I mean, Kyle yeah. Shanahan has said that uh, Brock Purdy's the most poised rookie he's ever had. Uh, Bill Roman... I mean, Dante Whitner said that they th- he thought they had a better chance to reach the Super Bowl with Purdy than with Jimmy. Now Bill Romanowski, who, you know, say what you want about Romo, he gets fired up and this and that, but I think Romo's one of the more cerebral players I've met in the last 20 years. He went on a radio show on Friday and said that Purdy's got some Joe Montana in him, and that he thinks that he's the Niners franchise quarterback for the next 15 to 20 years. So, I mean, there's the people that know a little bit more about ball than I do who seem to think that this kid's pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm not, and I love Bill, and Bill and I spoke last week. I'm not going to crown this guy the next quarterback over the next 20 years or 15 mm. years. And I know that, you know, Joe Montana was small in stature, and Golden Domer, and Notre Dame, and, and end up being one of the greatest quarterbacks, not the greatest top two quarterbacks of all time. I get that. I think the jury's still out. I'm not going to say that, the, that, that he is the franchise. I am going to say that he's smart. He can handle the pressure. He's not getting the team. He's he's putting the team in. He's not putting them in harm's way. He's doing the small things. He understands what's at stake. He's The moment's not getting too big for him. And he's not trying to go out and go be a Superman. He's given what the defense, he's taking what the defense is giving. He's decisive with the way that where he wants to go with the ball. He's delivering it on time. He's trying not to get behind in the sticks. He's playing efficient and very effective. No, no, you're right. And I'll say this. It's, it, to me, it just goes back to the disrespect to Jimmy Garoppolo. How the hell... Do you take a team to the Super Bowl, get a lead with four, five minutes left in the Super Bowl, and then take them back to the NFC Championship last year, and now as brilliant as Brock Purdy has been, it's just shocking to me that he's getting all the kudos. I'm not hating, but this is me doubling back because when you talk about Kyle Shanahan, I've been, and Larry, you can attest to this, I've been overly critical on his situational play calling. I've called him a genius, I gave him all that, but then I was disappointed disappointed because I'm like, hey, when when you when, when it's lemon booty time and it's and it's time to make a play, you go away from what got you to lead. But that doesn't take away from how great he is. And I say all that to say low is what he's doing with Brock Purdy could be his best moment as a coach if he can get him to the NFC championship or lo and behold the Super Bowl. Hey, Guru, you know you and I were brothers from another mother. And Guru, you know me and you will go at it. We'll have the tough conversation. We don't agree on a lot of things, and and you and I agree to disagree. And it's and it's a part of life, and it's a part of radio. But I'm in the same church, same view. This is Kyle Shanahan's finest hour because what he's doing with this quarterback and the way he's understanding with this quarterback, you never seen him do the double screen with Jimmy. Certain things that he throws athletically, he can move. You've never seen him necessarily boot consistency with Jimmy. You know, because he understands this guy can get out and make a guy miss. He's athletic enough to boot and not go down. If someone can flash, he can make them miss, and he's quick enough to get out of the way. So you're absolutely right. This is Cal Shanahan's finest hour, and it is. It's a flat-out disrespect when everyone said, oh, my God, oh, this, this it's like Cal Shanahan, if you give him an athletic quarterback and a guy with some athletic and ability and, and some smarts, and, and he plays in that system, He's going to have success. Don't forget the Washington football team used to be the Redskins. Think about what Cal Shanahan did with RG3. Think about RG3's finest hours because of the fact Cal Shanahan said, you're going to read one, two, three, get the ball out of your hands quick. This is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to light it up. And RG3 was magnificent because Cal Shanahan's offense, because he had athletic ability, he could get rid of the ball. People were wanting to crown him green. And I agree with you, Guru. This system, if you have an athletic quarterback, this system, if the guy's smart enough, it's the system. And yes, Kyle Shanahan does not get enough credit. And yes, 
There's times that he's done stuff with a 24-point lead when he was in, you know, when he was uh, in Atlanta. Should have won that game in the Super Bowl. So he gets back. He gets criticized for that. Times when he was with the chart, when he was with the Niners in the Super Bowl, went away from the run. Should have won that. And that boy wonders sometimes outthinking himself when it's an easy, what is it, what obvious you should do. But at times he wants to go out for the knockout blow and it comes out and knocks himself out. I mean, they're, they're, right now, Purdy can distribute the ball. He can be accurate. And they've got a killer defense. They've gone seven straight games holding their opponent to 17 or fewer. I mean, you think Ooh. that that's impressive. And then when you look at it historically, it hasn't happened since 84. I mean, you got to go back, whatever, 35 years <laughs> or more. The last time we've seen uh, a defense hold, a, hold teams down this consistently. I mean, it sounds crazy to think the 49ers could win a Super Bowl with a third-string quarterback, but you know what, Lo? I mean, this guy throws strikes, the ball comes out on time, and he, you know, the moment isn't too big, as we've all kind of said and repeated, but, I mean, the accuracy is really, really impressive, and the resilience and kind of the, you know, his experience, he doesn't look, this is the easily the most comfortable I think I've ever seen a rookie quarterback look in the NFL. I totally understand what you're saying, Larry, and just his poise and his fortitude, and you think about competency, credibility, character, he has the three, and he's very competent character you look at the guy and you know does he can he think any critical thing does he have those those things just as a person and the answer is yes and when i look at football there even in the scouting you understand that in google you've seen great athletes for me it's about alignment it's assignment and it's technique you can have a guy that with great technique but if he doesn't know his assignment and he's supposed to play inside shade because he knows he's got the safety help over the top and he's playing outside shade that means that's bad technique that's bad that's bad because he didn't know his assignment you can have great technique and don't have the right alignment. Outside, you line up at the Z position because you don't have your because you don't have the alignment. You take it inside the numbers, as opposed to be outside the numbers. These are small things, and that's what this kid to me he has. He understands the alignment. He understands what's his assignment, and you think about his technique and what he's doing, how he's delivering the ball, the release, understanding what's he's taking, what the defense gives. He's doing those small things that sometimes veteran quarterbacks don't do. He said, I'm going to take what you're giving me. And in that play, Kittle, when he hit Kittle on that corner route, you guys remember that play? He went, he had Ayuk, then he went to Jennings, then he went to look for, then he looked for the running back McCaffrey on the swing, and then he went four reads. He went through four progressions. Now give the offensive line credit for making sure that they blocked and you know gave him time to get the ball down the field. But I saw this guy go through four reads, guys, and I said, oh, boy, that is attention to detail. That's a guy that knows his alignment, and he knew his assignment, and he was able to hit Kittle on that on that corner out, and Kittle make a guy miss touchdown. Lo, I'll get you out of here on this one, because I know we got you through the whole football season, but it's three weeks left. Right now, if, if Larry and I say, Lo, who you got in the NFC Championship game, who would you have? Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, guys, and I don't want to be at Homer, but I'm with you. I think Philadelphia and right now, the Cowboys, I don't think they're coaching. I think you, Guru, you hit it early. Oh, man. The coaching ability. And I look at the commanders. I know, they, you know, last night, tough game. You just look at, you know, look at football and it's like, man, who scares you? Dallas can score, but just the inconsistency. I'm going to tell you, the commanders, when commanders, you know, you, this is going to be a dogfight if they're going to get in because they match up well. But I'm going to tell you, when you look at Philadelphia and the, and, and the, and the Niners, to me, and they're, they're separated and they can meet in the, in the divisional championship, I think that may happen because of the fact Styles make fights and they match up very, very well. And you have to look at Philadelphia, guys, because this Jalen Hurts kid, he can play. Yesterday, Krug, I don't know if you saw that play, yeah. but they came after him. They were playing cover. They were, again, it was like third down and 20, on the, on the like the 35. Jalen Hurts saw that they sell out and they were playing cover zero and they bought the safety. Remember that play? And the safety came in the A gap and he went to the A gap on the opposite side and ran a touchdown because he saw cover zero as a pass play and it turned it into a quarterback draw because I think his ability as a quarterback, his delivery with the ball, but also his intelligence. He's a tough out, guys. He's a tough out. Wow. Well, I, you know, Dallas gave up seven yards a carry. 
no. this last game. And, and <laughs> Prescott's thrown a ton of picks, a lot of them in the red zone. So I, I think it's Niners-Eagles yeah. in the NFC Championship And I'll game. leave you two with this. I talked about Defensive Player of the Year, and I love Micah Parsons. His kryptonite is big offensive lineman blobs. Bosa ain't got no kryptonite. Yeah, they can try to chip him. Parsons a bad dude, but he ain't. Bosa is like like Hercules. He's getting to the quarterback. He's a problem, though. So I can't watch to see how this season ends up, man. Relentless. You're absolutely right. That's the difference between Bosa and Parsons. Parsons, if he's getting it, if they're, if they're giving him a business, where would he? There you go. got to be a front runner. You watch Bosa, he's got a motor, he's relentless. That's the difference. I think that dog, that just that different level that Bosa says, you can't, I'm not going to be denied. I totally agree with you. I know what you're saying, brother. We'll be listening to you tonight, and you have my address for my Christmas gift, Lo. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. <laughs> hey, no worries. Thanks for, thanks for getting on signing about that Hall of Fame thing. Oh, no so, doubt. So, I got to so, tell Larry so, about so, that. So. I'm going to show him the video. Take it easy, Lo. Lo Neal. Former NFL fullback should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he blocked for Ladanian Tomlinson. He sent Stoney was for Eddie George. Corey Dillon. They, they keep or... going. Dude, to play fullback and give your body up, but I got some footage I'll send to you about Lowe. It's not going to surprise you. He was a beast. Oh. And those holes come from the fullback, Larry. Like, I saw him at Fresno so, State, man. The guy so could you do the full splits. And yeah, I mean. Yeah, 16-year vet. Man. And when we do the pregame, the Niner pregame. You got to sound great. I introduce him as future Hall of That's Fame. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, fullback, yeah. because he is. He's yeah. a future Hall of Fame. No There's it's, no doubt. It's sad. Uh, we want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. Is Larry in for Steiny? And then real quick, I don't know if Steiny's listening. He's the dude that leaves and won't listen. But we need three dudes uh, to, to fill in for him. I got you. Got you tomorrow. We got J.D. and we got Whitey. But, yeah, Steiny was giving Lowe the business about he was Basically, all that. Was kind of playing with him. Lowe took it serious and sent us all this uh, game footage. But he was a beast. <laughs> Let's talk about yesterday real quick. Niners didn't play yesterday. Right. I'm a student of the game. Larry, I can watch uh, Sunday night, the Commanders and Giants. And watch the game end on a non-call for pass interference. I don't got a dog in the fight, but it pisses me off that we got all this technology. And I told Ray Rattle this because my dad says this about crime. Oh, son, crime has been happening like this at the beginning of time. The only difference now is they got video and you see it more. Larry, I mean, what, what do you make of the non-call in the end zone that basically, to me, prevented the commanders from taking the lead? How is that not P.I.? How is that not called? Well, I mean, it was it was a terrible non-call. Throw the uh, flag! It, he bear, the DB bear-hugged him. Around the neck! Yeah. Uh, what, uh, two full seconds before the ball arrived, which in slow-mo <laughs> looks like about a minute and a half. It's bad. It was so bad. Not only that, the NFL is losing credibility because I mean, I mean, I understand where the N. You know, to understand this, you got to know where the NFL has been and where it's going. It used to be a mom and pop. It's now big business. It's now it's a billion dollar industry. But don't make it right, Larry. No, it's not right. The point is, it was never right. But they're kind of slowly graduating beyond their mom and pop roots to their corporate America present. They're a $25 billion industry. Have full-time officials. This idea that, oh, you know what? Bob is teaching school on a Wednesday afternoon, and on Sunday, he's he's officiating the NFC Championship yeah, he game. He should be paid. And then that sounds like a cute little quaint story, but in reality, that's embarrassing. Why should a guy who's a school teacher on a Wednesday have that yes. much impact mm. on a Sunday? You, you're telling me there's nothing that you can do to help improve the officiating? I mean... Make these guys full-time officials. Have them go to some place and some academy. Maybe it's an online course and practice during the week. Don't tell me that there's nobody that that does something part-time that's better than somebody who does the same thing full-time. Wow. Larry. It's a full-time gig. 
It's worth full-time money. They have full-time influence. There's billions of dollars changing hands. Let's get let's get legit. You know, like you know, you get your college buddy who's still still living on a couch yeah. and he's not paying it. He has no insurance. And you say to him, "Hey, Bob, get legit. Right. Get legit. You're, you're 47 yeah. years old. Get legit." I would say to the NFL, "You're worth 25 billion dollars. Get legit." And you got a commissioner that's probably making 50, 60 mil for doing what I don't know. Break some of that chicken off to those guys so they can live and, and, and you're judging plays on guys that are making so much money you are right that is an embarrassment it's embarrassing and, and listen Larry I was born in Oakland father's under who cares you don't know this about goo named after Daryl LaMonica cowboy fan named after Daryl LaMonica so I have friends and family that are diehard Raider fans they're gonna get mad the Raiders, that touchdown to tie to get his foot was out. They go review it and say the ruling on the field stands. I'm watching it like no dog in the fight again, Larry. That's not a touchdown. I can see from my living room his foot was out. Get, I'm going to start calling you Mad Bomber, man. Dude, I'm going to start calling you Mad Bomber. You know, I didn't know, I know, hard, Larry, I didn't know you were named after LaMonica. Yeah. I, well, first of all, you, Did had you, no see that play? you had Well, first of all, you said you had no dog in the fight. Yeah. I had a dog in that fight. Uh oh. I had the Patriots. <laughs> well, I bet the Patriots well, over yeah. the Raiders. Jacoby, not Oscar Myers, Jacoby Myers online. How one. hard is it to see? What's you got a gigantic Larry? white outline of the out of bounds. You could see the toe what over the line. What are you looking at, man? What are you looking at? What I, are you looking Larry, at? With, I'm, I'm being was real a with this. Call. When you talk about mobs and the wise guys and and the refs and, and the NBA two quick fouls on whoever the star player, you really start to sit back like you're telling me somebody in New York looked at this replay and said that that toe wasn't okay. I mean that. I'm okay, telling you, man. Let's get let's let's I talk about help. this for a second. Yeah. Um, I need help. You ever been to the track all day? Go Russell Bay. Okay. If you have a photo finish at, at, at the racetrack, okay. right? you got the one horse and you got the two horse and they're coming down the stretch at Golden they're Gate. coming out of the wire. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And it's a photo finish. They don't say the one horse won, the two horse lost, and now we're going to go look at the film. They say inquiry. It just goes inquiry. And that means that the stewards are going to take the, yeah, talk the to me, Larry. at the finish line. They've got a camera that takes a, you know <laughs> photos like yeah. a million million a second, right? So they can isolate. So they just say inquiry. They don't say the one beat the two. They say inquiry. We don't know who won. Wow. Then they go. The stewards look at the at the pictures, and then they tell you the two horse won. The one horse won. In the NFL, oh. what is this garbage about? Well. We need overwhelming video evidence to overturn what may have been the incorrect call oh. on the field. You didn't see it in real time. Throw up the inquiry flag. Man. Now let's go to replay. And now judge it without something being favored. When that get, when when the receiver's toe was out of bounds, they had called him inbounds. So they needed overwhelming video evidence to overturn it. That's predisposing one side or the other. Don't. Just go inquiry yeah, you and get it right. And I'm going to say this. Don't I'm, have little yeah. mecha little mechanisms within your system that prevent you from getting it right. And you know what's making You're on fire. You know what's making it worse. No shade, Pereira, if you're listening. Those guys going to hear in their spiel. And then he did. You, you know, it's like they're attached at the hip. Like, dude, just say they got it wrong. And some do, but like, I don't even want to hear his, the Pereiras out there to where you're like, okay, there's a pretty good chance it's going to go this way. And Larry, it just goes the other way. But my point is, I got 2020 vision. I know what I'm watching and I know what I'm seeing. It shouldn't even take this damn long. But uh, I forget what game. They had a review of the review of the review. Oh, it's uh, the Niner game. The Niner game. Like, I never, it was, it was, I've never heard of that in my life. What? It was reviewed the McCaffrey right. it was reviewed and then it wasn't it was a touchdown Who do you then it was know? reviewed instantly and it wasn't a touchdown oh. then Shanahan throws the challenge flag oh. and now it's going to be really reviewed okay what was the yeah. first review? Right. That wasn't the real review. <laughs> What's that? Where are we going? Yeah, and I'm I mean, telling you, ridiculous. Uh, listen, when we come back, we'll, hey, Larry, 
Warriors won a big uh, game on the road, their third road victory. We're going to get into the Niners, but we'll come back. We'll double back on the Golden State Warriors. I want to get your thoughts here from the fans, and then we'll get into the Niners and and really what I feel like is a head-on collision to the NFC Championship game right here on 95.7 The Game. It's Larry and Guru. It should be a, a crime to work and be happy at what you do. Like, this is not work. My no. mom, my late mom, Daisy May, she says, son, find a job you love. You'll never have to work another day. There you go. And some people got jokes, but Larry, this ain't work. This is what I do if I were, you know, worked at uh, shipping boxes. Or whatever. This is good. So I'm I know. Smiling. It's, funny, my, it's funny your mom said that because my dad, my late father used to say that all the time. He's like, if you find something you love to do. You basically never were. That's it. Was he a Larry too, senior? What's that? Was it? What no, was no, he's George. Okay, George, George, yeah. George Rest Kruger. Peace, George. Yep. We had. I mean, we had a great show. We had Bob Fitzgerald. That was brought to to you by Department of Healthcare Services. Also, Low Neal, future Hall of Famer, as you said. Yep. Uh, you referred to him. Now it's brought to you by Bed Bath and Beyond. And speaking of Beyond, the Golden State Warriors. They're in New York. They got to play the Knicks, then Nets. Both teams are hot. Uh, Knicks have won seven in a row, I believe, and the Nets six. So that's 13 between the two. But uh, you and I, we want to see more from the youngsters. But Jordan Poole, I asked Fitz, and I'm telling you and the listeners, right now I really believe uh, Jordan Poole is not affected by the punch. That's just my two cents, right? We got till three. I can share my cents. Yeah. Um, and yesterday he went off, and I really believe, Larry, for whatever reason, he was going too fast, and it slowed down. So let's hope he can keep this up, and they get some, you know, some contribution from the youngsters, and that's what it's going to be. Because when I get in the caddy today and leave, you have helped me solidify it's about 7th, 8th, and ninth moving forward. And right now, I don't, I no shade at Jerome, no shade at Lamb. And no shaded uh, green, the other green, Jermichael. But you got to find out what you got in the youngsters, and it's going to boil down to trust. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't. I, you know, last year they did it right. They Shocked the had world. these young players on their roster, and they still won the title and found a way to do both. Right? They have these young guys, and did they play? No, not really. But they were on the team. They got the experience, and they were so deep that they won anyway. That, ain't that shocked me, Larry. That's not happening this year. It's not well, going to happen this year. Talk about it. They don't have Gary Payton the second. Go take the ball from Dame Lillard. Go take the ball from Lou. Like he and I know he hasn't played in Portland or he's getting ready to play. That don't mean that the Warriors still don't miss what he brought to the table. Him hitting the corner threes, like DiVincenzo, I do like him. He feels like a Warrior more than Jamichael Green, and that's no shade. But do you kind of get when I say that? Like the Warriors just got like this this type of play and players. DiVincenzo fits more than Green. Well, DiVincenzo's really underrated. I mean, didn't he go off for like 31 in the national <laughs> championship game when he was at Nova? Nova yeah. I mean, in the, so he's a, he knows Dante. how to play. Yeah. He knows how to blend. Um, you know, he's just he's, he's a really solid basketball player in every phase of the game. He's a really underrated rebounder. I think DiVincenzo is really underrated. He he's he's already established a little rhythm with Wiseman. I've already seen him throw the lob to Wiseman a few times. I love DiVincenzo. I, love it, yeah. I, I think love he's lob, I, you know I, I think he's really nice. Now Jermichael Finley was sold to us as yeah last year he couldn't shoot the three ball, but that was just last year, and he's going to go back to what he was before that. Well, it hasn't happened. Right, Green, you mean Jermichael, Jermichael yeah. Green? Yeah, yeah, he's not. He can't shoot the three ball. And anytime he hoists, I'm like, oh well, man. Well, the whole NBA now is about I can't shoot the three, but as teams will shoot them. So yeah, I'm with you. So I mean, they're not going to get it done this year as far as they won't win the title if. Wiseman does nothing, Moody does nothing, and Kuminga does nothing. When I say does, does nothing, yeah. if they're not regular parts of oh, their that's rotation... That's how I'm going or, down. Then that's be all three. But at least one of the three have to be a regular in that rotation, and the other guys right. have got to do something. Um, 
You know, there's a lot of talk that the Warriors may be looking for a reliable veteran and may shop Wiseman or shop Kuminga or shop Moody and may run out of patience. I don't want to see them run out of patience with Wiseman or Kuminga because I think the upside's too great. Um, I think you're going to look in three years, you're going to be like, damn. You traded James Wiseman. Oh, you traded Jonathan Kuminga? I mean, come on, Bob. Yeah, I don't think crazy. that's going to happen. Because, but yeah. Moody, I'd be okay with. Yeah. Like, if you could get me you know, a piece that could play, Jared Vanderbilt out of Utah, or somebody who could contribute in the rotation, I'd be open to moving Moses. I actually think Moses ought to get more run. I don't get... I think highly I love of Kerr, yeah. but I don't understand what Kerr's doing this year with this bench. I don't see Ty Jerome. I don't see Anthony Lamb. I don't get it. I'm not getting... They're not playing bad, though. It's just, I don't see you moving down the road where those guys, just in particular, Lamb and uh, Ty Jerome, are going to supersede Modi, Moody, Kaminga, and Wiseman. You know what I mean? So when I'm watching, like, it doesn't match. And even when you win and you don't get confirmation from the youngsters' contributions, I feel like you lose a little, like, that taints the loss a little bit. Because to me, it's supposed to be where you're at March, April, and then by the playoffs, oh, look at the gross. And we had Myers on, Steiny and I, on the executive show. He did some Bob Myers math when he said, you know what, Guru, looking at these three guys, if we could get, like, a player and a half contributions, we would be happy with that. Like, not all three are going to pop, but uh, we want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. We got the the people on YouTube, Twitch, uh, the Xfinity Mobile text line. And, Larry, I love listeners. I've been one. Um, I used to hear you back in the day. Let's go out to uh, Josh and Marin because we were having a conversation and you were fired up. So was I about poor refereeing, and he wants to chime in. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. What you got? What's going on? Bad connection. Bad connection. What was Josh playing? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want this. No. Because of Z40, tell me when to go. Yeah, we got that part established. Call back, Josh. But Let um, me say one, yeah, you know, one thing on... on 
on the Warriors. A buddy of mine uh, the other day asked me, how many wins do the Warriors need in the regular season for you to feel like they're a legit title contender? See, And so I just the, immediately yeah. pushed back and like, it ain't about that. That was I thought you were asking me, but go ahead. That's I mean, what I was at. I, mean, <laughs> I, said, I said to him, it ain't about that. He's like, what do you mean? They, well, you don't think they need to win 48 or 52 or be a five seed? or be? A, I'm like, in an ideal world, they're a top four seed, right? Okay. Um, but I don't. I don't. If you told me the Warriors are the five seed, I agree with what Fitz said. Who is beating the Warriors in the playoffs? I don't believe in the Pelicans, the Nuggets, the Suns, the Kings, the Blazers, the Clippers, maybe Memphis. But I don't think there's any team in the West that I look at and say, eh, they're going to beat the Warriors in the playoffs. So it ain't about that. Wow. It's not about 48, 51, 52, 55. It's about do you get to April playing good ball, healthy, and have a rotation of nine or ten guys that you believe in, that yeah. know their role, and they're playing well together. If the Warriors are playing well in April, that means so much more, and they're healthy. That means way more than whatever win total or whatever seed they are. I think they can win the NBA. They can go to the finals out of the out of the eighth seed. And Larry, I'm totally with you. They could be ninth or tenth. Now, obviously, that's not what they want, but they're defending champions. And what about this? I'm about to lay on you to what you just said. It ain't about seeding. Last year was about that because you lost the year before when Steph went berserk, but you lost to Memphis at home in the play-in game. They're four and a half games out of the number one seed in the Western Conference. So just think about that for a minute. Everything that can go wrong has almost gone wrong, especially with Wiggins and Steph going down. And to me, it's like what you just talked about, April. You want to be the best version of yourself. So to me, when I look at this Warrior team, it's like a buffet, a basketball buffet. Let me break that down, Larry. The reason being is... They could go make a trade if you feel like you're not getting what you need from the youngsters. But like what you and Fitz talked about, 7th, 8th, and ninth, rounding your team out. And if you want to parlay one of those one or two youngsters to get a ready-made veteran with savvy, they can go, because I do believe the Warriors are too small. And sometimes, Larry, I'm watching the game and I'm like, damn. They're just too small, and I don't like it. You might even win that game, but moving forward, when you if you get to the finals and you got to go up against Robert Williams again in Boston or one of those bigs that you're going to see um, with, you know, Toronto. Well, they had guys out yesterday, so it Siakam, didn't bite you. Jokic yeah, from Denver. and they had some guys out. But it's, Embiid, it's going to catch up with you, but I'm waiting but never once am I like, they can't get it done. And Steiny and I have a bet, Larry. I took He took the field. I took the Warriors. But to I win took, the title? Yeah, I took the Warriors predicated on the youngsters going through their basketball puberty and they'll be ready for playoff time, or they'll make a trade and get somebody in here because you know, and no shade at these two, Lamb and Jerome ain't it for me. Well, then, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get I don't get Jerome or Lamb. I love Jerome at, right. at UVA. No, they um, I can't take anything from you know. And Lamb looks like he's got a pretty nice outside shot. But I mean, I don't. I don't. When see it goes it. in, yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't see Lamb. I don't see. I don't see Jermichael Green. To be honest, I'm not. You know, he shot with twenty six percent from three hard. last year. I just, it's just something about him. Like he don't fit the Warrior way for me. Wait, and then the three point shot obviously hasn't come back. So I don't know what he's shooting from three this year. But it's not. It's it's not close to forty. It's Closer to twenty six, right? Yeah. I said VIP um, Larry with um, with Fitz because we got a few VIP callers, but we got Austin from San Jose. Let's welcome yeah. him to the program. He wants to talk about the Warrior young guys. What's up, Austin? Hey, my man. What's up, dude? I thought about you the other night, man. I went to watch Santa Clara game, man. I thought about you. <laughs> uh, Happy holiday! I, I saw San Jose State beat him, man. That was a kind of a great game, though. But listen, a uh, couple things, Larry. Good to talk to you, man. As yeah. always. Uh, Man, you guys are really coming down. You guys think Kerr, you tell me you love Kerr, you tell me how great a coach he is, he's got four rings, but then you guys sit on the radio and, and question why this man is not playing the youngsters to your satisfaction. Do you think that Steve Kerr got stupid? If those guys were good, they'd be on the court. You think if Weissman wasn't good enough to go against the guys last night, he wouldn't be playing him? He's not good enough. That's, I mean, that's hard to hear when he drafts him number two, but right now, as we said, the guy isn't good enough. And I think that if I had my brothers, I'm keeping Kaminga and Guru, you know where I'm at. I would trade Moody. I, I would trade Moody and Weissman. I heard one today, guys. They said the Wizards, who are in a bad shape right now, 
I heard a good trade. They said the Wizards might be ready to do business. Kuzma and Gallo, what's the guy, Gallo or Gallo, the center for a young dude for uh, Moody, Weissman, and a first-round draft pick. What do you think about that? Thanks, guys. Uh, I, I like Kuzma. Center? You're not talking about, who's he? Who's the center? He's and I just about? watched uh, the Lakers beat them. I, I forget who he's talking about, or can't pronounce the center. Denny name. Avdia, maybe yeah. is he talking about Denny Avdia? He's not a center. But they're not giving up on Wiseman this fast, right? I, I mean, you give up on Wiseman. I mean, first of all, we live in a there's, there's no such thing as a blameless world. So either Kerr's, Kerr and the coaching staff, it's on them to get this guy ready to play. Or the personnel staff made the wrong call. It's year three. Yeah, and uh, Larry. You think I can't play NBA regular season games at all? At all? That's what I was telling Austin. I'm not telling you Wiseman is Bill Russell. I'm telling you, you got to take the Band-Aid off, and I wish they would take the Band-Aid off and let these youngsters ball. And then we could find out yay or nay. That's all. And I feel like, like you, Larry, other teams would covet Moses Moody. He's not a superstar, but he can play. And it's so funny as we watch these Warrior games, one night, Moody's, uh, Moody's the man, the other night he can't play and it's different callers and texters it all react to new information my thing is i'm lobbying to give these guys consistent minutes so we can really find out so the team can find out what you got yeah and if and if another team covets moses moody guess what by playing them more you might have some action on a trade but seventh eighth and ninth is what we're focused in on and you know what larry I came in today and I thought about, I don't know where you're at, and I'm bumping my gums and I'll let you tell me, but I didn't ask Fitz this. I mean, this is a dire time for the Golden State Warriors. Is missing the playoffs on the table? To me, no way in hell. But we really, truly don't know when the chef's coming back. You know, it's two weeks to get reevaluated. In Wiggins, that concerns me. Is there, you know, is this a sports hernia? I don't know what's going on with the adductor or, ad, ad, you know, ab. I don't know. Right. But it's scary. And everything is predicated on them two coming back and being you know, the best version of themselves. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. Come on. I mean, in the, in the history of, the, of of covering the NBA, I can't think of one team that I really thought could make, could win the championship that didn't make the playoffs. Right? Yeah, that, Come on. It, it, if, if, four if, and a half out from number one. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're <laughs> making the playoffs. And by the way, the, the deal that guy was talking about was Kuzma uh, and Daniel Gafford. I'm not trading. Kuzma. Yeah. I'm not trading James Wiseman for Kuzma. Kuzma's a free agent. I think at the end of the year. So I mean, I, there's no. I could use the scorn, but at the end of the day, I'm not giving up I mean, on the future. A, if I need a, a fashion, if I need a fashion, uh, you know, oh, sense, to, yeah. with, somebody who yeah. knows sweaters or something like that, maybe I'll go with Kuzma. Have you seen those Kuzma sweaters? Yeah, just, I've seen the NBA fashion along with those sweaters. <laughs> with the, with the huge, you know, the, the ridiculous this? long those arms. And the, I mean, that's a bad Jordan look. used to show up with the three-piece <laughs> suit. Call it a day. I mean, what? What was Larry's, that about? I mean, these dudes coming in in trash bags that cost a thousand dollars. I'm like, who? Makes that hefty, but yeah. whatever. Don't I ain't gonna hate. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not trading James Wiseman Me for neither. Kyle Kuzma. Me neither. I don't care how good of a first half Kyle Kuzma's had. Kyle Kuzma has had ups. He's had downs. No way. Yeah. No Let's way. Let's go out to the. I think, you're gonna, I think they're gonna regret regret it big time if they trade James Wiseman. Well, yeah, I don't want that to come to. I hope you're wrong and they don't trade him. Like, I just want to see the big man play, man. Jesus. And I love Looney, who was on with Willard and Kyle, on Willard and Dibs. I love everything he's brought. But he's a dip, he is Mr. Consistent, Mr. Reliable. But I want that active big that can get off the ground and, and throw it down, big fella. I want that. No Give me question. some of that. And Wiseman has it. When it works, he caught alley-oop. Uh, I think it was the Philly game. Yeah. I know oh. it was just two points. But it was one oh, of those alley-oops that he looked like plastic, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. And run down court like the Warriors. Not we only got that, that big. Looney it's has different. played a lot. He's playing him. the most minutes he's ever played. Yeah. Never and misses a game. Never misses a game, but I mean, if you want him to be in one piece, you may have to limit his minutes yeah. at some point. He plays a ton of minutes. What? So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what. I'm not sure. I mean, didn't they hire Jokic's coach? Didn't hey, they emphasize development? Santa likes Don You know, here. don't they, they have nerve. Santa Cruz? They've got all these, all these ways to develop these players that didn't exist before. Develop them. Develop your young players and put them out there. And as far as criticism of Kerr, 
you know, Kerr's a great coach, but doesn't mean he's above reproach. Doesn't mean yeah. there's no there's no way well, you can criticize anything. Is. Yeah, I called him great. Yeah. Now we got some uh, we call it breaking news about tomorrow's game in New York. Uh, no Wiggins per Anthony Slater and Kaminga and Clay are probable. And I want to talk to you real quick before we go grab Matt in Oakland on Clay. Have you, and I'm rooting for him. And I was telling Steiny, I, I, I see something. And you know, he fought me a little bit on it, but is every, have you noticed Clay, the, 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 the staple of Clay Thompson was catch and shoot? Everything's leaning now or one legged. Have you noticed that? Like the Dirk, out of the Dirk collection. I haven't noticed like that. Like the balance. But uh, he just, he the the the, the I mean to, I think at this point it, we've seen a lot of clay. I mean it's safe to say that he is clearly diminished from the player he was pre-injury. That's not shocking. He had major injuries and he had him after you know a number yeah. of years in the league. So he's not the same player now. Will he ever become the same player? I would say no. If you ask me, what do I think? I'd say no. Um, but. I hope How he does. close can you get to that? Right. How close can you get? They won the chip with him last year. Larry starting. Right. And and he's got this thing about him where he just he always he's got this unshakable confidence. He always thinks the next shot's shoot. going down. Shooter shooting. He's going to keep on firing. But man, he shot him out of some games this year. So I mean, you know, somehow he's going to have to get comfortable and get in a flow. And I'm not sure what the answer is there. Well, I'll tell you this: we'll go out and grab before we go out and grab Matt. They were three and th- two and thirteen headed, going to that game last night. So to get their third win on the road, you got to fix that. But you got to start somewhere. So that was a good sign to go up and beat Toronto. And but Nick tr- Nurse, what's Toronto. I mean, what, Toronto's what, terrible. What is, I mean, what bomb detonated there? I mean, what is just. I mean, that they just look awful. But I'll tell you what, they got some long, active bigs uh, that I wish the Warriors had in uh, their uniform. But let's go out and welcome Matt to the program. What's up, Matt? He wants to talk dubs. How's it going, y'all? Yeah. Um, so I listen, to, I listen to a lot of 95.7, a lot of good opinions on here. Love everyone. Um, I, I hear a lot of blame and a lot of trade talk about the young guys. And I want to know, and I, I probably know the answer, why, why can't we talk about Dre? And Clay being available for trade is it? If the answer is just out of respect, you know that's bogus. It's like we could get something for Draymond, a real player that would contribute and play hard all the time. You know, people want to be a part of the Warriors organization. This guy wants to be around when he feels like it. And I'm not saying let him go, but like, why can't he? Why can't we talk about it? That's all. Love the show. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that. Well, you know, that after is, yesterday's game, Larry, he was uh, exceptional. He was well, phenomenal. Exactly. Not just because he made three threes. He was the motor. I've been telling Stein. He's like, all oh, the metrics don't say he's playing. I'm like, his motor is there for me. I got when no. He's pro- I got no problem with the way Draymond's playing. I'm with you. I know. I think he's playing great. I got a problem think, when you don't play. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, get thought out. Um, I got no problem with the way he's playing, though. I think he's assertive offensively. His offensive game looks more confident than it did last year. He gives him identity in um, the paint. Plus, I mean, this guy's a distributor. He's 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 the he's the heart and soul of the team. He's your distributor. He's your intimidator. He's your enforcer. He's your rim protector. I mean, he's everything. I mean, Green. I think if you traded Green, I think you would regret that. Even despite his, and there fact, would be a line all contenders in this line around the corner for him he's so much better than his yeah. stats ever I, say he's, he's i don't agree with everything larry i agree dog. with you though because uh, what did you make of him getting thrown out i thought you let the team down dude we know you don't like playing without the chef i'll leave that alone but yeah. you you gotta read the room and know they need you they could have won the game the other night who was that against yeah i mean green green guys the, the warriors record without green on the floor is not good yeah. So he's got to know Indiana. that he's got to yeah. stay on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but I, I see Green as as an exceptional player. I do think the caller makes a great point, though. the The Warriors conversation, of which you know, just dom- dominant on this radio station, it's like it's sacrilegious. It's like it's heresy to talk about trading Draymond or Clay. Like, oh my God, we can't possibly! My goodness, no way, no You're not how. Doing Twelve to three, Larry. Come on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like people need to. People need to look at not just what they were, but what they are. Right. And and be but what open-minded. About loyalty? I'm, I'd be I'm, open-minded. Clay to would never don another uniform for me. See, I'm like, and I understand I, the Crawfords, the belts. I get all that loyalty stuff, Larry. Truly, I do. And and Stoney was laughing at me like it's a cutthroat business. You got to say bye sometimes. Well, I'm nobody like, goes to the finish line with any. What name a great warrior player they went to the finish line with? Go ahead. 
They didn't. Well, they haven't gone to the I was about to say Molly. He, I remember, I picture wasn't Molly in a Pacer uniform. Wasn't Molly. Wasn't Weber. I get it. Mitch Richmond. It but, wasn't. Yeah. I mean, this no is different. Well, Curry is going to be that. Curry's going to be that. Clay will probably be right behind him. I think Draymond's behind him. Well, I think Clay. I, I'm not sure about Clay. Yeah. You think Clay's going to go? You think Clay's going to be a warrior start to finish? I don't think so. I don't see why he wouldn't want to be here. Now it could be, hey, we those funds. You know, it's all about the Benjamins. Shout yeah. out Ice Cube, but we'll see. But all they've accomplished and and the many big three, I just I feel like that. I'm holding on to maybe something in a Disney movie, Larry, but I feel like sometimes that supersedes the money. And yeah, okay, was it the greatest deal? No. Are we paying you a little bit of what you did for us in the past? Yeah, but it's family. Wouldn't you like to know? Says, oh, the caller broke running the team. The call, yeah. The caller brings up an interesting point, though. I would love to know the reality of that. Like. If Bob Myers takes a call, hey, it's general manager blank on line four, and he's interested in James Wiseman, he takes that call. There's a, there's GM blank on line seven. He's right. interested in Moses Moody. He takes that call. If somebody calls and says, hey, I'm interested in Clay Thompson, is he taking that call? Or is he just saying, you know what? Tell him I'm not I'm not here. I'm not taking that call. Because I, I think he I think he owes it to uh Joe and the fan base okay. to listen I'm say, to listen on everybody not named Steph. Yeah. We can get back to this on the other side too, but Larry, yeah, Jordan pulls right there and he's averaging he's just a different player when he starts. And I'm not so we can we can talk about that, but I feel like they would take that call. Now, if you were overwhelmed from something from Clay, you know, who who knows? But I just feel like what he's meant and what he's done is bigger than what you can give him. Now, people may laugh me out of here all the way back to Union City, but that's how I feel. What, you what you can get for yeah, him? Yeah, what you can get for him. If Does that supersede what he's meant and the hoop, the hell that you would have to pay from a fan base if you were to move Clay? Or well, do you think the fan base would be like, oh, who do we get? Oh, God, we got wasn't they coming? Oh, forget all oh, Clay was great. We love you. That's a great question, Goo. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great question. Would the fan base be more tied to kind of nostalgia? Yeah, or, like I am. Or is the fan base more about what have you done for me lately? I want to win this year. Yeah. And what's coming back? Would they be more excited about what's coming back? Or would they be like, meh? Man, you really turned me off. I thought I I love Clay Thompson, and I don't want to see him leave. I'll I tell know. you what, I'm not really sure. I, I you know I've been a native I'm native San Franciscan. I've been a Warrior fan my whole life. I don't know how Warrior fans would react. We'll take it to the phones when we get back, Larry. We want to hear from you. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. We'll finish this Warrior talk. Get into the Niners. All brought to you by Pfizer right here on ninety five seven The Game. I'm Team Guru. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.